JP, Coriel, and Hunter Nick. Cyber Monday, the day when online shopping sites offer some big discounts. Shoppers nationwide are logging on and loading up their online carts with Cyber Monday deals. It's a lot easier to just shop online. Let the sales begin! Well, hopefully better sales than we've already experienced. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick, good morning. It is Cyber Monday, November 27th. Oh, I always forget about Cyber Monday. Is it? Is it Cyber Monday is strange to me because I feel like everybody already does a Cyber Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I think that exact same thing. Because all weekend long, it was an email or a text. It was like, now extended. Even more deals. Yeah. And also Cyber Monday seems that it does extend anyways. Right. I know you kind of want to be like the first together to get the best pick of the litter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in case stuff mm. sells out, if it's a while supplies last type of deal. Right. But I think a lot of Cyber Monday deals end up being so you, st- you can still get like tomorrow. Exactly. Or like and even I, Wednesday sometimes. Yeah. And well, and like what, what was seen over the weekend, there was a, a Target that got busted out for sale deals on Black Friday when yeah. they put up a, a, for, a, a sale sign and the price okay. and somebody actually pulled out from out behind it the actual price and the actual price was the same as the sale price. It just put up a different okay. sign. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, See, I knew it. You got to be careful. Same thing happens on Amazon though. Yeah, that's true. Amazon will like maybe bump up the price of something and say, hey, now we got a discount on it. It's like, yeah, back to the original price. So you just got to be a pretty good sleuth about things. and mm. However you shop, uh, that's how you shop. And hopefully, Shop till you drop. Maybe there are some great deals today. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. How, how was your Thanksgiving weekend, Coriel? It was good. Yeah. I had a good time. How about you? Plenty of food. Lots of fun. Hung out with the fam. Hosted uh, for the first time at the new place. Hell Thanksgiving. Yeah, so everybody uh, pitched in food-wise. And we had some great food. And played a game of Blockbuster. And oh. watched football. I have a funny story about Thanksgiving. I'll, okay. I'll tell it later on. Okay. All right. We'll get that later on. How was yours, Nick? Oh, it was great. Fun, man. It's always good to have the family over and get to hang out. And we kind of do like a, we have like some of Jess's family over and then my family as well. So it's it's a fun time. Nice. Good. Well, hopefully everybody's fully rested and ready to go. We've got a full week uh, to get you in for Ornament Smash, with that coming up a week from this Saturday, uh, and a lot more to get to today. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. We'll get you Neighborhood Watch. We'll have the results of what are you moderately thankful for. <laughs> and a conversation about uh, what would surprise people to learn about you. That and the nitty-gritty on the way next. Jelly Roll's very expensive Thanksgiving dish. Blake Shelton isn't done with TV and confirmations about Post Malone's countrified album. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty gritty from Music City powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. Over Thanksgiving, Jelly Roll had a problem. He had promised his wife, Bunny XO, that he would deliver the best dressing he could find for Thanksgiving dinner. And then promptly let it slip his mind. I'm a husband, so I did what husbands do. I told my wife I would take care of the dressing because I wanted it for my favorite restaurant. And then I waited until the day before Thanksgiving to call for the dressing. I can't get nobody on the phone for the dressing. We need help. 
<laughs> so he jumps on social media and he puts out a call for help asking any fans who had a connection to his favorite restaurant. He pleads for anyone that had an in, quote, tell that lady I will give her a thousand dollars for two pounds wow. of bars. That's B-A-R-R. Music City soul food dressing for my family on Thanksgiving. Not only did he get the dressing, but the intention, the attention for the restaurant, the publicity and all that has been invaluable. The restaurant owner responded on social media, quote, thank you to Jelly Roll for what you did today. It's all over the country about our famous dressing here at Bars Music City Soul Food. Very cool. Very, very awesome. That is a thing, though, when you get a hankering for that one specific thing. Yeah. Gotta and make it if happen. You're a husband and you promise it's gonna happen, you better make it happen. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Even more so, I think, than the first part. Yep. Blake Shelton may have walked away from The Voice, but he obviously hasn't walked away from TV. He's hosting his own Barmageddon game show and all that stuff. Blake also executive produces a series of films for the Hallmark Channel. Wow. You may know this by now, but in case you didn't, yep. And another one is on the way, just in time for the holidays. Time for Her to Come Home for Christmas is the fifth movie in a series of films based on Blake's 2012 holiday tune, Time for Me to Come Home. Wow. Really? Fifth movie. It's preceded by 2018's Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas, which is followed by Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas, Time for You to Come Home for Christmas, and Time for Him to Come Home for Christmas. Here's a little preview. I'm helping a choir prepare for their Christmas services. It'll be good to get out of town. Fa-la-la-la-la. You have a really nice voice. You ever thought about joining <laughs> the choir? <laughs> That's terrible. Good, dude, good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's making a ton of money. Voice. Yeah. Also, I'll tell you this. Like, my wife watches every one of these, like, silly Christmas movies oh, on yeah. his channels, man. Mm-hmm. That's, you're, you're just, you're not a mom yet, Coriel. You'll get there. One day. Oh, I don't know if I ever will be, but maybe. The film stars Chris Carmack, one of the stars of Nashville, and Grace Lear, who's a country singer slash songwriter. They were a contestant on season 18 of American Idol. Okay. So the film debuts this Thursday. Also, it may be the worst kept secret in music. Post Malone has a country album coming out. It is official. So all of those seeing him in the studio with people and stuff like that, he's been hinting at it and teasing it for a while, but the speculation ramped up with obviously the performance on the CMA Awards earlier this month, but now he's come right out and confirmed it while playing Apex Legends on his Twitch channel, actually. So that's pretty (laughs) awesome. Fans asked about a potential dip into the country waters, and then Post Malone confirmed, saying, quote, country record is coming. I keep singing a song that we made while I was in Nashville, and it's so blanking sick, but it's not out, so be on the lookout, Post Malone fans. Uh, I, if you, Even if you're not on the lookout for it, you're going to know about it, because oh, I'm yeah. a huge Post Malone fan, and I'm not going to let you go, without, go about your day <laughs> without knowing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Sounds a nitty-gritty good. from Music City. I'm Coriel with Kix96.9. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I've been waiting on some good news. Tell us something good on Facebook, X, or Instagram, KX969, and we'll get it in the show. Coriel, what's your good thing? Well, I think this is important to point out since it was just uh, Small Business Saturday. 
This mm. Saturday is the Wax Buffalo Winter Market on O Street. Wax Buffalo is the like candle company there under the viaduct. Uh, kind of, I think it's in the old Fringe and Tassel building, okay. or it's near that one of the two by by the old Fleetwood or oh. by the new Fleetwood restaurant Fleetwood. and all yeah. that stuff. Okay. Yeah, so. So Wax Buffalo holds this winter market there under the viaduct, and it's actually pretty new. Um, but that's this Saturday, and it's sort of like a German-inspired holiday festival there in the Haymarket. So okay. you shop local. There are some amazing local makers and artisans, handmade crafts, unique treasures, everything for anyone on your holiday list. And then there are lots of good eats, Um there are like hot cocos and German fare to festive treats and drinks and all the good stuff. There's even a kids zone. So I don't know. Come grab a drink and walk around, shop some great small businesses. Again, that's under the viaduct. If you just look up Wax Buffalo, even um, it pretty much takes you right there. So cool. that's this uh, Saturday. And I think general admissions like 12 bucks. That's not too bad. All right. You're welcome. Nick, you're good thing. Uh, my good thing is Walmart. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, in Maui, after the wildfires, obviously, you know, that place is trying to build itself back up. They're trying to recover. And obviously around Christmas time now, you know, they're thinking, my gosh, what are we going to do for our kids? Well, Walmart donated 35,000 toys uh, to children um, out in Maui and wow. then also gave gift cards to um, all the like staff that works at the Walmarts that are in Maui and all that kind of stuff so that way they can use it to you know go get food or whatever it might they might wow. need but uh super cool uh they used the Salvation Army was the ones who went out there and helped give away all the toys but like the photos are insane um there's just i mean like y- you can imagine what 35,000 toys look like right i mean yeah, it's a ton it's a lot. and there's just yeah and it's just stacks and stacks and stacks of toys for these kids who got to go in and just start picking out toys and they all nice. got um tons of toys and stuff to do very cool it's very cool good job walmart that's very cool very cool uh, my good thing is a lady by the name of Natalie Schneider. Her dad actually uh, taught me in high school. He was a basketball coach at Crete. Natalie has uh, gone on. She was a basketball player as well until she had a form of cancer in her leg. And then they were able to get it out. And uh, she, she thought the last time she would play basketball again was the state basketball tournament when she was at Crete. That was the last time she'd ever play ball right. again. Uh, they got the cancer out of her leg, but she'd never be able to run, jump, and really play basketball ever again. Mm-hmm. So a friend told her about para volleyball, and she got on a para volleyball team for a bit. Okay. But because of the rigors of the movement that you have to do with that, it was hurting her hip. Okay. So she switched to para basketball. Now she's 40. She's a four-time para Olympian and two-time champ. And what? she helped lead the team to the Pan para Pan American Games in Santiago, Chile over the weekend. Nice. They won gold, and now they're going to the para uh, olympian games in uh where did they, i think it's in paris okay. yes in paris they qualified for that with the wow. win in santiago chile Neat. so shout out to natalie and their family that They're is good so people. cool it's very very cool to watch her and all these other athletes that love the game yeah uh, but just want to keep playing and they Represent. get to do it so shout out to natalie and team usa very cool in para basketball this is jp coriel and husker nick I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious. It's kind of like that, but you're moderately thankful. You're not super thankful, but uh, you're like moderately thankful. A, a little thankful. We posed this question uh, over the weekend on Friday and asked, "What are you moderately thankful for?" Like Pringles, or like today, ice scrapers. 
Yes. Thankful for that if you have to park on the street. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And scrape your car. So what are you moderately thankful for? Yes. And on Facebook, KX969, Don says, thankful for the $5 I found in a pair of jeans. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Kay nice. and Patrick say, sleeping in. Yeah, I would have to agree. Sleeping Excuse in me. is a nice thing. It's no, a very yeah. nice thing to there get over once in a while. Emily says, drive up, pick up orders at stores. I love sitting in my comfy clothes while buying things I need or want and then having minimal interaction with the general public. (laughs) On that same note, Jade also said, no contact DoorDash drop off. (laughs) I mean, yeah, they're on. It's pretty handy. You don't Uh, want to talk to anybody. And says matching socks that make it to the washing machine and then back to my sock drawer. True. Okay. True. Sure. Yeah, you you lose one of the pairs. Yeah. Sean says Milwaukee tools. Uh, Kelly had a whole list, but a few of my favorites were when my dog goes potty right away rather than sniffing around for ten minutes beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Kelly says, I don't have a backyard, so I have to take her every time. Yeah, no, that would be. Wow. She also said something that happened to me this morning, okay. and she's so correct. When my slip-on shoes go on the first try, and I don't have to pull up the back of it. <laughs> you have no idea how wins. annoying it is. It's those, so annoying. So when that happens, you're like, ooh, It's a little nice. win. I get yeah, that. just That's a tiny victory funny. in life. I love it. Mm-hmm. I also had mentioned in the post um, that finding out your dress has pockets. Yeah. Um, yeah so that, that is one for sure. But Colin said, I've seen the sheer joy a dress with pockets has enriched someone's life with. That's a moderately thankful situation. Actually, more akin to a miracle. <laughs> it is. It's true. <laughs> Diane says the unfollow and snooze for 30 days option on Facebook. Sometimes certain family members are just too much. Oh, for sure. For uh-huh. the smiley face. No, the mute button is. The see, I'm way button. too. I'm I'm too thankful for that one <laughs> to make it onto this. <laughs> hit, that, hit that mute button as much yeah, as possible. Do you? Valerie says those water pen book things or the scratch books keeps my kid occupied for hours, and I can watch my shows. That's funny. <laughs> it's brilliant. Some good things yeah, that you're these moderately are good thankful ones. for. No, they're good. You can they're share, good. share yours on Facebook if you want to join in uh, at Facebook KX969 to let us know what you're moderately thankful for. You're listening to J.D. Coriel and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Here on Kix 96.9. to my Camping World of Lincoln. Three. The FDA is expanding a cantaloupe recall after the number of salmonella cases more than doubled this week. The CDC says since last week, an additional 56 people were infected from the outbreak. In total, nearly 100 people in 32 states were sickened by the contaminated fruits, including two who have died. The FDA mm. is recalling multiple brands, including cantaloupes from... I'm not quite sure how to say it. Malachita? Malachita? Vineyard, Aldi, Rudy, Freshness Guaranteed, and Race Track. For full details, uh, see the FDA recall list. Okay. Uh, If you thought stores and parking lots looked a lot emptier than usual this weekend, that might not be far off the truth. E-commerce spending on Black Friday this year jumped at 7.5% from last year with $5.3 billion in sales coming from mobile shopping. Online shoppers spent a record $9.8 billion on Black Friday, another $10 billion over the weekend. Aren't expected to spend $12 billion today. Online stuff is paying right now. It just Mm -hmm. seems that not as many people want to go out and about. Since the pandemic, especially. Mm -hmm. Yep, everybody's doing their buying online. 
So the Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, stayed at number one at the North American box office for the second week in a row with $28.8 million pulling in. Apple's Napoleon grabbed second place with $20.4 million. Disney's Wish debuted in third with $19.5 million, falling short of expectations a little bit. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not no, normally those Disney movies will just Mongolian, you know? yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's like freaking uh a holiday weekend too. It should have been massive. Yeah. Yeah. You think over the Thanksgiving weekend it would have blown up, but don't only fell into third place. That's too bad. Uh football playing brothers Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey can now also claim to be hit musicians because their debut song hit number one. The the phil the fairy tale song or whatever. Yeah, fairy tale of Philadelphia. Ah! Uh, oh, hit number one on iTunes. They have a special group to thank. I sent out one tweet when I got to eight, and I got like 85 <laughs> tweets from Swifties across the world saying, oh, you think eight's good? We're taking this to number one. And they did. That's actually really funny. <laughs> Thank you to the Swifties. Yeah, they thanked uh, the Swifties for taking them to number one. The song is part of an album, a Philly special Christmas 2023 that was released by the Philadelphia Eagles players and proceeds benefit the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia Children's Crisis Treatment Center. Very, very cool thing to happen over the weekend for them. (laughs) And of course... One great thing happened over the weekend. The Nebraska volleyball team was selected as a number one overall seed Woo! to the NCAA Division I Women's Volleyball Championship last Neat. night. They will host the first and second rounds at the Bob this Friday and Saturday. It's their 42nd straight NCAA tournament appearance. Wow. And hosting the first round for the 38th time. And that'll open the tournament Friday, 7 o'clock. They take on Long Island University. And then the 4.30 match before that will be uh, Missouri and Delaware. Mm, and go then Delaware. the winners of those matches will meet in the second round on Saturday. Also, uh, Creighton and uh, Omaha, UNO, got into the uh, tournament as well. So three Nebraska wow. schools in the NCAA tournament, which is a exciting thing. You'll need to go somewhere to watch it or watch it if you have the um, opportunity at your house because those tickets are sold out. Ah, darn. I know. I was hoping you were going to be able to get in. I know. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Watch it for the comfort of your couch. There you go. That's what's (laughs) trending today. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Busting the creeper or not will help Phoebe and you get to let her know what she should do with Neighborhood Watch. The drama is right there in your own backyard. It's Neighborhood Watch. Good morning, Phoebe. Good morning. Phoebe, really fast, sorry. Do your parents happen to be fans of the TV show Friends? I'm sorry for asking. <laughs> Why not, Coriel? They actually named me because of the show. <laughs> no way! Oh, wow. There we go. That's, got, that's fun. That's a really tacky joke, joke it, there, it, but it landed. It's oh, it still was a really tacky <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, now that sorry. we've gotten past that. Move, move on, my bad. Phoebe, what's the issue that you've got going on with your neighbor? <laughs> Okay, they live on the street behind my house, so their house is behind mine. Got it. Right. And I think they may have been peeping on me. 
Ooh. Ew. But I'm not 100% sure. Hold on. Okay. Is this where, did you just move to become her neighbor behind her house, JP? No, yeah, JP, Nick, where do you live? Jeez, <laughs> JP. I don't. Where did you move to? I don't do that. Do we have to double, triple, I'm not oh. closing where I live. I'm just saying that that's not me. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. I'll go with it. So you. Okay. You think they are, but you're not sure. Yeah. Why? So I've, I've seen them looking out their back window at my house. Just staring? And they sometimes have binoculars every once in a while. <laughs> okay, wow. yeah. Come on. What? <laughs> First maybe of all, who bird does that? Watching. What if they're bird watchers? Yeah, bird they're watchers. bird watchers. Mm-hmm. I've also seen them in their backyard looking in the direction of my house. Wow. Literally. Do they look bold. like they're trying to be... Okay. Do they look like they're trying to be discreet? Or like are they they're just out watering active? their lawn and like staring at your house? Or are or? they actively just... It, like very, very obviously looking towards it. Like, does it look? Does it look like they're trying to hide it at all? I mean, a little bit. Okay. They're in their own yard, so right. Not really. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's okay. What you really need to know is that I live with three other women. Okay. okay. We're all seniors at the university. I know my roommates, and I have walked around in our underwear before. Okay, so, yeah. Now I know what I know what that's like. Now we know why they're looking in your windows. Yeah. They've definitely gotten a show. But again, <laughs> I don't 100% know that these guys are being perverts. But right. I want to call them out on it, but I I don't want to be wrong and be an a- by accusing them. Oh, that would be okay. weird cuz then I I, I <sighs> I would feel weird also bringing it up because then it's like, what? Do you think you're just like hot? It's like so hot. You're such hot stuff that I'm trying to crane my neck to see you through your blinds. Like, that's the risk that you run, I suppose. But if it's obviously happened enough in different scenarios where you've clocked it, Hmm. I mean, maybe there is something you should say. I get it. That's an iffy deal. Hmm. Is it making you and your roommates uncomfortable? Like, have they experienced it too? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, well. so you want to know what you should do? Do you run out there and accuse of? Have you been looking in my window and I'm in my underwear? Stop have you been peeping? Have you been peeping, Tomin at my booty? Oh my goodness, that then would make me feel so weird. Have you thought about like closing your blinds? We don't want to close our blinds because we really like the natural light, and we just really shouldn't have to do that. You know, yeah, that's a point. You yeah, have to close your blinds. That is such a gray to. area too, though. Yeah. I mean, like, because what if you're just walking around like stark naked? What if you're buck naked, and then like a family <laughs> is walking by with a bunch of toddlers, like on a little family walk to the neighborhood, and they just like see you. You're on your own property. You're in your own house. Right. Whose fault is it like, at that point? But if you're like, if the windows, is that what you're asking? yeah, because you're like living in your own quarters, but you're like willfully subjecting other people walking by with like you know vision to see that. <laughs> I'm not. Mean, I'm not saying. I'm not accusing you guys of walking like around fucking in your house, even though you could if you wanted to. I think to, you're but. taking the side of the peeping toms, is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, like, if if your blinds are open and you you guys are traipsing around in your underpants. Pants, it's hard for that to not be seen, you know, like even if you're just walking right. by, but that's a whole other thing. That's just like a, that could just happen on accident. But if they're trying to just as you're living your day to day life, if they're trying to watch you, like, yeah, it's messed up consistently that's uncomfy all right well phoebe what we'll do is we'll put it out to our listeners to see what you should or could do about said peeping tom 
I could supply you with my hairy man swim, my one piece hairy man swimsuit. Oh, that was scary. You guys could walk around in that, not my. That would that would absolutely like you'd be like my eyes. It's complete with a hairy belly and butt crack. So. Might, wow. might do the oh, trick. Wow. Kind of like a scarecrow situation. <laughs> or would you be willing to be their scarecrow? Go stand out there the in your hairy swimsuit. Case of bush light and 20 bucks an hour, I'll do it. Oh, wow. Okay. I, so, it's a hefty price, zero. I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, hey, Phoebe, we appreciate you listening to the show. We will take this to our listeners. So just check on our socials and listen in. We'll hopefully get uh, some good, positive ideas for you, all right? Thank you. Coming up. Go next with the JP Corio and Husker Nick show. And the phones are already ringing for Facebook and X and Instagram KX nine six nine. You can let us know what should Phoebe do or could Phoebe do. Yeah, if she chooses to confront him, whether first of all should she even confront them in the first yeah. place, and how should she go about it? It's Neighborhood Watch Monday, and Phoebe, who's dealing with uh, her neighbors, basically peeping on her and her girlfriends who live together, uh, and she wants to know what she can do about it other than just closing the blinds, because they like the natural light. It's just, like, they shouldn't have to do that with a creeper in the backyard. Yeah. She's mentioned that on, on occasion, since they, you know live there and it's just I'm sure you kind of forget sometimes but she's mentioned on on occasion that they've definitely waltzed around in in underoos before Mm. so they probably have seen a show at some point okay Uh, we want to know from you Facebook X and Instagram KX969 hi KX good morning well in the beginning I thought oh that's creepy you know that sounds off I'd be doing something about it but then as she told the story they walk around in their underwear with their windows open kind of makes me wonder if they're wanting to put on an exhibition I mean, <laughs> if you don't want somebody looking at you when you're in your skivvies, then don't have your windows open. That's good advice right there. <laughs> no Just kidding. Straight up good advice. I'd say, yeah, you, you sort of got to do a little bit more on your part to keep the weirdos out or at bay. Right. I mean, you shouldn't have to, but also it's that thing where, like, if your blinds are open, it's hard to not, like, look. JP, you have eyeballs. Yeah, Nick. All jokes aside here, you've mentioned numerous times on the show that you like to walk around naked at home. Mm-hmm. Do you have your windows open or closed? The new house, uh, the windows are closed because they're... The new house, but what about the apartment? Just oh, like the apartment. in general. The apartment, I was up on the second floor, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you can still see that from yeah. the road. I wasn't worried about it. I just <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh All right. <laughs> I wasn't worried about All right. it. I'm being me. I'm fine. I like the confidence. Exactly. All right. So if you'd like to chime in on what you think Phoebe can do or should do about her neighbors, Facebook, X, and Instagram, KX969. We'll get more of your responses coming up. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. The drama. They're in your own backyard. It's Neighborhood Watch. So we're just joining us. It's Phoebe who reached out because she thinks her neighbor is peeping on her and her roommates. Uh, they all go to the university. She lives with three other ladies. Uh, and this person has been basically looking in their back window, which is butted up mm. against the, their back, the backyard of the other person. Uh, and so they've been seen looking in that direction. Uh, binoculars have been seen a couple times. Uh, and the, the, she's pretty sure because her and her roommates have walked around in their underpants. Uh, that they've gotten a show, and this might be why they keep coming back for for more. I'm going to get lucky again. Mm-hmm. See a little something, something. And so we wanted to know from you what you think Phoebe 
could or should do about said neighbor. What are we seeing on socials? On Facebook, KX969, uh, Megan says, buy blackout curtains, um, which would be tough, though, to bring in the natural light. But, mm. you know, that's one way if you really want to solidify. Right. John says, hang a poster up in the window with an OnlyFans page in Vogue. Make him pay to look. There you go. <laughs> um, Charlotte says, happy birthday, I guess. She shouldn't confront them. Obviously, Phoebe and her roommates are allowing the entertainment. Otherwise, they would wear clothes or clothes blinds. Brittany says, if they are that adamant about wearing what they want and having natural sunlight, then maybe they could get some lines that still let some sunlight through. However, I am with most people and think they should put on more clothes if they want to keep their curtains open. Okay. If they're going to be you know, very visible in that way. Um. And we got you on the phone as well telling us what you think she could do. Hi, Kicks. Get window decals. Window decals, okay. You can find see-through window decals that have, like, that bring in the natural light, but no one from the outside can really see in. Oh. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I'm picturing, like, the phone screen protector kind of that you get done. Yeah. Something Whoa. like that, but you can you can kind of see out, but no one can see in. That's very interesting. Didn't okay. know that was a thing. No, I did not know that existed. No, I can't. I'm interested. Well, there's if the windows are tall enough, what she could do is actually get those extension rods and put curtains on the lower half to where they can't see them walking around with you know in their undies, but oh, um, you still let the light in. That's on the a, top half. That's smart. Yeah, I'm, that's a solid idea. In, in the new house, we've got windows that uh, the blinds will go uh, down uh, from the top, or they can go up from yeah. the bottom. They're what? really, really nice. Yeah, cool. That's kind exactly. of a new thing. Exactly. That's do. what I was thinking of. Another way to combat people peeking in. You're fancy pants. Not really. Kind of. Hi, kicks. I don't know if I have a lot of advice, but other than closing her blinds, like JP said already, and she doesn't want to do that, but. I just have to say, man, woman, if you're walking around naked in your house and your windows are open, I'm looking. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's just, you're there. It's weird and random. I'm probably going to be looking and telling my friends about it, too. <laughs> like, hey, I just saw my neighbor walking around in their house, blinds all the way open, naked. It was kind of funny. Just put up some folding chairs on the sidewalk and f- face the house until they realize that, hey... <laughs> Everyone can see you. <laughs> oh, gosh, right? Eventually, that would deter them. You'd think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, who knows? <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Some good suggestions on what she should do. Yeah, and you can continue to uh, yeah, give more do. suggestions on Facebook, KX969, to help Phoebe out a little bit for Neighborhood Watch. And if you need our help with it come, when it comes to neighborhood issues, please reach out Facebook, X, and Instagram with the title Neighborhood Watch, and we'll do our best to help you out as well. I will give you an update on Phoebe and the Peeper from Neighborhood Watch. She decided to like try to find out where his house was and left a note in the mailbox. Since then, no peeping. Oh, oh good. Good. She just says, hey, just thought I'd let you know there are three girls living over here. Good uh, would gravy. You please stop staaring at our house yeah. since then no please peeping. stop being weird <laughs> so again if you need us to step in to help out with any neighbor issues just reach out facebook x or instagram you're listening to jp coriel and husker nick well this past weekend was rough husker Why? soccer almost won in the ncaa tournament to go on to the final four they they lost 
Volleyball lost to Wisconsin, but then rebounded and beat Minnesota, but still finished the number one seed for the NCAA tournament. Women's basketball lost. The men won. Uh, And then, of course, there was the big football game on Black Friday against Iowa. And losing 13 Mm. to 10 uh, in a crazy fourth quarter and a nice gust of wind that blew the uh, Iowa kicker's ball right through the uprights. Ending the season at five and seven. Husker Nick, what's your takeaway? Um, number one, Iowa's quarterback is annoying. Deacon Hill. <laughs> yeah, super annoying. That guy is I have a lot of things I want to say about him, but it's twenty twenty three and I probably not allowed to, so I'm not gonna. Okay. That's how I feel about that guy. I get that. Um yeah, he's he's annoying. Mm. Um, boy, he just kept making little faces at people and like pointing yeah. at him and stuff. What and I'm like, bro, about? you didn't even throw for a hundred yards in this game. Oh, like, man. calm down. But uh, no, I mean, you know, it just another frustrating loss for Nebraska. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, the season comes down to, you know, what four games that were decided by three points. Yeah, you know, at the end of the game, and and you win one of those, and you're bowling. You went, you know, you split them, and you're feeling real good about the year for the first year. So, I don't know. I'm I'm a lot different, I think, than most people. Like I'm I'm very positive on. I think if they find themselves a a, a quarterback or two this off season, um, transfer portal starts up here on Monday. So oh, okay, uh, that'll be that. a big date to pay attention to. Um, there's some really some good figure, yeah. yeah, fifth year starters that are um, would be quality. Players, I think, you know, Chubba Purdy needs to get uh, healthy um, mm-hmm. and see, you know, what what he can do as a healthy player, you know, when he comes back and competes for the job as well. But yeah, man, they just need to find some playmakers. I think they got some young ones. Um, Jalen oh, Lloyd, sure. the little wide receiver, he's fast. Mm-hmm. Um, excited about him. Malachi Coleman, you know, he's got a lot of talent. Um, I do think they need to really work with him to hone his his skills this off season because he's very raw, but he's an incredibly good. He's got a lot of talent on him. Um, Emmett Johnson, the running back, looks pretty good. So yeah. a lot of defenders coming back. We'll see what happens with Coach White, the defensive coordinator. Might end up uh, taking a job at another school as a head coach. So we'll see about that. Hopefully, huh. he stays here one more year, um, continues to build everything, and you know keeps going. I'm a little curious. maybe you could tell me, JP, yep. it, would it be a hard transition for them uh, if they do lose Coach White since he runs a three three five? I think because uh, Coach Rule kind of knows how to run it too, and then the the, uh, the other coaches are here still. I think it'd be a very appealing job for somebody who wants to be a D coordinator uh, and have a big chance at coming into like Nebraska. So if Tony does leave, there's a huge job right there that somebody could just jump right into. And uh, yeah, Coach wants to keep a three three five defense going. Yeah, that's a very unique defense. Not a lot of coaches coach that. So I'll be curious to see if they if he does move forward if they you know where they go to find someone yeah you know because they've been recruiting to that too but yeah it's just gonna be a another long off season i don't know it was a bummer uh of a way for the season to end um especially with the backup kicker for iowa kicking that field goal at the end yeah you know like like i said to my dad like nebraska had the ball intercepted the ball with 31 seconds left in the game and somehow lost in in uh, yeah regular time like it didn't even yeah. go to overtime yeah and I know there was some stuff with the clock that was messed up, and and it would have changed how they probably called it. But yeah. I don't know. It just was. Uh, that was tough, man. That's a that's a tough, tough loss there. They it 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 stinks because Nebraska. You know, to put it in perspective, you have your third string quarterback who's injured. You have who started the season as your fourth string running back, getting majority of the carries. <laughs> Two of your three receivers. Uh, that were out there were your fifth and sixth string receivers to start the season, but they were getting a majority of the catches wow. and snaps. Um, and, you know, 
your offensive line, obviously you've got injuries and different things running across that. So on one hand, you're frustrated because they, you know, one, they, they were close in so many games. But on the other hand, I think people should be looking at that going, okay, yeah. what happens if they've got, you know, healthy. if they're healthy, what happens if, if, you know, they're, I don't know, part of it is they picked the wrong, you know, one of the, the wrong quarterback to start yeah. the year in terms of who transferred in and how it just worked, didn't work out, you know, hindsight, but Hopefully they get the right guy this offseason and move forward. I, I'm excited about the staff, I will say that. Yeah, for sure. And they've got some good players that just are hurt and will get everybody healthy. And then mm-hmm. August 31st versus UTEP, we get them to start. And then four games here at home, including Colorado. That schedule is brutal next year. The first four games aren't too bad, but like after that, yeah. Well, they shouldn't be. Most of the time, your first four games well, are pretty easy. UTEP, Colorado, Northern Iowa, and Illinois. So The, the thing is going to be is that four-game stretch they have towards the end of the year. But... I think a lot of a lot of these quarterbacks that are looking to transfer, they should look at that as an opportunity because a lot of these sure. guys, what you're going to be looking for is a lot of these quarterbacks want to transfer somewhere that they can get a chance to showcase their skills so they can go to the pro, right? Right. Well, Nebraska's got a stretch of games where they're playing the who's who of teams that will give them that opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so that's kind of a good point. That's kind of where my head's at on. And it. hey, at least we're better than Colorado. Neon Dion went four and eight on the season. So that's one nice. more bonus for us. There you so go. We get to play them here. We can next year. we can at least wallow in other people's <laughs> yeah. um, muck and yeah. mire and be happy about <laughs> even it, just a little bit. And we've got volleyball to look forward to and basketball as well. So hopefully it'll be a good off season as far as football is concerned. And things are still a lot of fun around here. Uh, Husker basketball taking on Creighton uh, next Sunday. So it'll be a very exciting game at PBA. That's uh, just what we can look forward to for football. J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. Imagine your neighbor is Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a humble man who works as a caretaker of a trailer park in Hinsdale, New Hampshire. Has no car, kind of shabby clothing, hardly any furniture. But yes, he's also a secret millionaire. <laughs> nice. I You painted a picture in my brain there. He, he was 82, died in June, and left the town a shocking gift of $3.8 million wow. to be spent That's on amazing. education, health, recreation, and culture. Almost Turns, $4 million? Almost $4 million to the he town. He left to the town. Yeah. Turns out Jeffrey was an ace invent, investor who built up a small fortune while continuing to live frugally. Uh, only one person, his best friend, had any idea. Wow. So this small town of 4,200 people now trying to figure out how to what? spend $3.8 million. That's pretty awesome. 4,200 so people yeah. with like $4 million. Some ideas have popped up that they're thinking maybe like fixing some buildings up, uh, driver's ed course or a new yeah. ballot counting machines. or. Oh, hold on. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds Hold no, on. Anyway, and he, sa- he said the money should be spent on what? Education, health, recreation, and culture. That's that boring. Bar- I know, but he's also a guy that had all that money and never spent it and just yeah. sat on it and did not. He, like, you know. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean right. the, I mean the ideas. Yeah, oh, no, the, I no, know. That's, I, but those are like right up the alley of what this dude oh. would have probably wanted. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I know somebody that is just like this. Um, oh, really? When we found out that this person was uh, was like a multimillionaire, it was like, what? Really? <laughs> I had no idea. That's insane. All right, cool. That's a wild you know, story. Like, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't want to say who it is, but it was, yeah. uh, it was neat, you know, just finding that out and be like, really? Holy moly, <laughs> you know? We have a, <clears throat> a friend that's, <laughs> I don't know. He just he he is uh, the quintessential barfly regular in this small town that he lives in now. Okay, and 
for the most part, pretty quiet. I mean, I don't yeah. know. He just, just kind of there, kind of hangs out. He's happy to be there, whatever. And then one day he's like, I think I might buy a boat. And we're like, oh, okay, thinking it's going to be like a little John boat or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he like shows us a picture and we're like, yeah, when you win the lottery. Ha, ha, ha. And then he was like, no, re- like really. And then that summer he bought the boat and we're like, how much money do you actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. have? Who are he's you? A, he work, I, uh, you? It's not, is it the railroad or um, he works something like that. I can't remember, but okay. he's very busy, very, very busy. He's mm-hmm. gone all the time. So, I mean, there's definitely like a... A give and take there, Secret but we're, life that he's living where he's making we all like, this money. Man, we wandered. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I suppose. So I'm going to put myself in the scenario. If I yeah. like moved somewhere brand new, no one knew me yeah. or something. I think that impossible. I think aside from radio, I mean, I guess that would be kind of a, a cool thing to learn about someone. Maybe yeah, right? Like, oh, she does radio. But I think the thing that would probably shock people the most was how close I was to being. On American Horror Story. Oh, you were super even, close. Even if it was just that. a body double, because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was very, very close to making it on the show. Nice. For, you know, a little bit of, like, side work. But still, I think, you know, if someone found that out about someone, like, brand new in town, you'd be like, what? That's interesting. I mean, I don't know. What I about like you? That. Um, I guess I'm trying to think. But other than radio, like, you know, <laughs> being pseudo-famous in Lincoln... Um, oh God, God, JP! <laughs> uh, I mean, I, unless you were actually out on campus at the time, you uh, knowing that I was the naked guy in school. <laughs> that okay. you would show that you're showing up to a town, and you're like, "Let me surprise you with this." They'd be like, "Nah, no surprise there. No surprise there. You look think, like that, dude." I think the more shocking thing people would learn about you, JP, is that um, your cousin who worked uh, on the movie set. You have the copy of the yeah, script. Yeah, I've was got that? a copy of the Green Mile and a copy of Father's Day that was signed by Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. See, I think that would be more shocking for people to learn. Yeah. Like, hey, that guy's got like a piece of cinematic history he's yeah. just sitting on. Just That's kind of a fun thing to have. You, yeah. I would I would have thought you would shown up and been like, listen, I will challenge anyone to an eating contest and demolish like, yeah, them. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, like, I'm not too. just good at you know. eating uh, eating like things. I am great at eating things. Expert that is level. a, I, that's, mm-hmm. yes, that is Award like. Award winning. To me, that's yeah. like, man, they'd be like, holy crud, this guy is a, how is he not on the hot dog eating contest on TV right now? No kidding. We just need to train for a year. Is there anything people would be shocked to learn about you, Nick, if you if you had to move to a town? Uh, um, I would. No one knew you. Got random weird things, but I would tell them, like, like I'm a uh, incredibly good artist. Like, I, yes. most people don't realize, yes, you don't are. know that. I don't really, and I don't like, I don't know, sound really braggy there, but no, that was something brag. I wanted to do when I was growing up. I wanted to actually become a cartoonist and do all that stuff. And uh, so I spent a lot of time working on it. Uh, and you and, fooled me with that whole mermaid drawing that you made for your daughter. Like JP thought yeah. I did that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I <laughs> It was Nick. Remember, we I were do. live and he's we like, were wait, live. hold on. It was you? That was actually you, Nick? <laughs> Yeah, the, that would be yeah, that would be it. Like I would, yeah, I think that would be it. I think that's like, fair. I would agree. I'm yeah. a pretty I'm pretty much a curmudgeon, so people would be surprised <laughs> to know that I have an artistic bone in my body. Well, on Facebook KX969, if you moved somewhere where you were the brand new person in town, right. what might people be shocked to learn about you? Ooh, Maybe okay. it's like you're a secret millionaire. You're actually really good at cartoon drawing or you have a large collection of cinematic history in your basement or you have a weird room that <laughs> weird things happen in in your God, home and no wow. one would ever assume it that'd be scary but fun <laughs>
Uh, you want them to post it on? Yeah, it's a Facebook KX969. We've got Old Dominion tickets for people to win with Let's us, Let's do it. What? Get in there and have your chance to win your way to the big show. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Finally, we hit the holidays. It's got past Thanksgiving. Now you can really kind of focus on Christmas. And uh, we were off for a little bit because, you know, Thanksgiving and Black Friday with the Huskers and... A four-day weekend. You had gravy on the brain. Well, we blame you. <laughs> gravy on the brain. We have now, in two nights in a row, had Thanksgiving dinner for dinner. Did you know that, like, this, I mean, the last day, really, to eat that is today. But, Apparently. But, but yesterday, I think, was, yesterday was about the cutoff for that. <sighs> I think people will just keep eating they it. They say three gone. to four days. Uh, okay. So then after that, we get ready for... Christmas time and one of our favorite things it's back again ornament smash with your chance to get hooked up Uh, the biggest event of the year for us our 10th annual ornament smash coming up on December 9th that's insane to me that it's been 10 years of this 10 a decade of ornament smash and Rob has yet to replace the aquarium it's the same damn thing He, (laughs) he found like an old one that was like I don't know what a one of his storage units and he still has the same freaking aquarium. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. You <laughs> I know? know. Exactly, right? So Ornament Smash, if you've never qualified for it or you've never heard of it, whatever. <laughs> this is the deal. It's December 9th at Gateway Mall. Yeah. It's always a Gateway Mall. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find us by Victoria's Secret. I think JP picked the location. Don't ask Not me why. The location. He, he picked it. So for whatever reason, he chose by Victoria's Secret. And... 96 total qualifiers or smashers will then line up and then pick an ornament off our tree and then smash the ornament. You win whatever's inside. Sort of like a fortune cookie type of deal. And there's a little strip of paper. There's um, like this year, there are tons of gift cards. Once again, Jet Splash, Car Wash, Nutrition Authority, um, Love It Jewelers, Wahoo Locker. There's a tablet you can win, a laptop computer, and then concert tickets on concert tickets and other events. Zach Bryan, Tim McGraw, Lainey Wilson, Old Dominion. There's a lot of shows coming up at the Lead Center, Bourbon Theater, other We'll add a couple more. Uh, we will announce another show today and then another show tomorrow that will also add to the tickets Yay. in the Ornament Smash realm. Yeah, so in order to get qualified, if you're like, okay, that's great and everything, but like, how do I do this? Listen for the Santa Smashing Sounder. It sounds like this. Oh, oh, oh yes! <laughs> Christmas. 96.9. Like Santa plus right. Kool-Aid Man. The Kool-Aid Man. Um, you can also qualify at KZKX.com. So if you're a little, if you have like a time constraint or something like that yeah. and you can't, can't listen, listen all, all day long, mm-hmm. we get it, you get busy. Yeah, you can also uh, submit your entry there. So let's just do it now. You want to do it? Yeah. It's been since Wednesday. Oh, yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Kicks 96.9. Call number 20. Ooh. Is in for this year's Ornament Smash 4669696. Call it 20. You got your shot. You're listening to JP Coriel and Our big thing today is all the freebies. It started with Old Dominion tickets. We'll have those all week long for you, and you can participate in a conversation about. Uh, uh, something people would be surprised to learn about you. Yeah, and uh, if you are a secret millionaire, but you don't want to 
divulge that you're a secret millionaire. Right. You can also message us for anonymous stuff the on anonymous, Facebook. Yes, KX969. We get Old Dominion tickets that way. We'll have Old Dominion tickets tomorrow with JP makes us guess, and then throughout the week as well. Uh, we also have more opportunities for getting into the ornament smash that will continue throughout the day, throughout the week as a big event on December 9th. We were also made aware that the Powerball jackpot is up to $352 million for tonight's drawing. That's that's a lot of cheddar. And you could I, I mean think you can be a secret millionaire if you win in Nebraska? I don't think you can. Oh, that's right. No secret. But you like you move well, somewhere else. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the rules are. Right, don't ask us. We don't no. know what we're doing. We just want the money. <laughs> So if <laughs> you'd like to be in on the money, 466-9696. We'll get six more of you with your name, your lucky number, and your phone number. And we'll go buy the tickets and hopefully win the Powerball jackpot tonight. And then tomorrow's the Mega Millions, and it's also at $300 million. So we'll have a couple of different chances of big money coming up uh, big, tonight. Big, big money. So 466-9696 for the Millionaires Club. We'll be back tomorrow. Dana Berdumpum, JP Makes His Guess, and more. Have a great day. 